Welcome to a space where your voice, your experience, and your truth matter. You should come prepared for authentic, deep dives into topics that embody all walks of life with the goal of creating positive change. No matter who you are or where you're from, we're glad you're here to share in the conversation and can't wait to hear your story. I am Coach Fred. I'm Uncle C. I am Aaron Kinzer. I am Javon. And this is Safe Spaces and Faces. What's up? What's good, y'all? It's Uncle C. We're back again. We are... And we got a conversation that I don't know if we're ready for it. And let, just to kind of preface this, uh, back when I was bringing my thoughts and ideas together on this podcast, I was bouncing things off of all three of y'all, really, um, just at different points and times and conversation. And Javon was like, you know, kind of when we were finally getting everything together, Javon was like, we need to talk about forgiveness. If we're going to talk about trauma and healing, we have to talk about forgiveness and he was very clear that it needed to be about forgiveness of not only others but of yourself so i did was i worked that right in and i was like you know yeah this is definitely going to be a great way to end this series because without forgiveness i believe that healing will not truly happen i mean it it is that impediment if you do not find that forgiveness so that's kind of where we are tonight that's that's where i want our heads to be that's the tone for the night javon why was why was that so important to you that we include a conversation on forgiveness? Because I think that's a part of, like you just said, that's a part of healing. But I think it's the most difficult part. I think as humans, we want to hold on so badly to all the anger, the frustration. Um, I didn't even think of that when we were talking about trauma. I know that sounds crazy. But uh, when we're talking about trauma, you just think about what hurts and you just trying to get over it, right? And and really, you party is is almost like a process. You think, why me? Then you get really angry. Then you you want to forgive others, but you like, nah, I ain't trying to let I ain't trying to let you off the hook, right? That's really where we're at. I want to blame somebody for everything. You get what I'm saying? I want to hold on to the all the anger, all the pain, all the the blame, you know of what has happened to me in my in my entire life. And I think that when we get to the the end of it and we realize that the person who did something to us or even ourselves is a human, we have to let go of everything that holds us back. You know what I mean? We have to kind of just exhale in order to keep going and to, and to heal all those open wounds that we have carried for, you know, the bulk of our lives. Without forgiveness, you don't heal. You just hold on to everything. You you don't want to keep carrying that in your life at all. I, I want to ask you guys, what is forgiveness? First of all, one of the things that I think you were getting to earlier, you were talking about resentment. And that is, I think, the literally the absence of forgiveness, resentment. And it's important to remember that 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 resentment is heavy. It's it's literally it's a it's a burden. But forgiveness to me personally is self-love. And what I mean by that is whenever 
you're able to forgive others and release those chains. I said resentment was heavy. It's a burden, those chains, because those chains are what Mm -hmm. bind our hearts in, in that resentment. When we have that forgiveness, we're able to let go of those chains that bound us to that resentment. And in doing Mm -hmm. so, we are allowing ourselves the freedom to grow beyond someone else's mistakes or even our own mistakes, whether we're forgiving ourselves or, or them. You really have to embrace that in order to let go of that burden, to release that weight. It's literally what's holding you back from your your full healing, from that full potential. So that's what it is to me. What you think, Aaron? Hey man, I agree, man. Forgiveness is critically important and it's not it's not so much of letting somebody off the hook. People talk a lot about letting folks off the hook and you can't let them get away with that and things like that, but I think forgiveness is really just not holding a grudge. You know what I mean? You're not going to forget the pain that someone made you feel. You're not going to forget the hurt that you felt when someone did something to you or caused you pain. But forgiveness is not holding a grudge and allowing yourself to move past it because we know they always say that forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. You know what I mean? So once so once someone is able to almost let go and stop holding on to that anger, that pain or that frustration or whatever that comes along with someone wronging you or slighting you, then that's when we are able to really grow and heal, you know what I mean? And and really get past the trauma Mm -hmm. that's been brought upon us. It's hard to define forgiveness. You know, there's many definitions. There's a dictionary definition. It's real subjective at times, but it's definitely letting go so that you can move on. Because as long as you stay in a space where you're holding on to something someone did and using it as a weapon at times and justification to do something to harm somebody, you're really just harming yourself. I think you're right. Forgiveness means something different to everybody, right? Like the the way I look at forgiveness for Mm -hmm. me is accepting. Mm. What I mean by accepting is a lot of times we don't forgive people because something has happened to us and we can't accept that that person or situation is willing to change to fit our needs. You feel me? Like, and that's the hardest part because the trauma happens, right? Happens to us. And then we are obviously angry, upset about whatever it is or whoever did us wrong. And so a lot of times we want revenge in a situation, right? We want to do something. And sometimes the only things that'll make us immediately feel satisfaction is when that situation has been rectified for our benefit, right? Or that other person has been, something has happened to them to make us feel better, right? Right. Um, But the acceptance part, what happens when you don't, something doesn't benefit you? What happens when that person moves on or that situation moves on and it either betters itself or it has nothing to do with you and it just moves on like nothing ever happened? That kind of trauma is difficult for people and forgiving yourself and or that person in that situation takes time. You literally have to get to a spot where you're tired of thinking about it or allowing it to rule your life. And you just say, you know what? All right. I accept it for what it is, man. That's what it is. I'm not going to deal with it no more. That's what it is. I'm going to accept the fact that, you know, like me in my situation, my dad is who he was. He ain't never going to be the dad I want him to be. Never. He never will be. But my head was. Why can't he be the dad that sits with me and has these conversations and throws the baseball with me in the backyard and talks about girls? That's the dad I wanted. But the bridge to accepting who he was Mm. was the gaps that I had to fill with my own. Okay, and I knew that I could eat. It's easy to accept. It's very hard to say, 
all right, I accept that's the way he is, but damn, he did me bogus. What the hell? Like, what the hell? That's the hard part. <clears throat> is he fucked up, did all his fuckery, then went on about his life, and fuck my feelings. That's the hard part. Now I got to say, oh, yeah, fuck my feelings. I accept you're an asshole and you did me bogus, but fuck my feelings. I accept that. That's very hard. That takes time. So for me, forgiveness is about accepting, you know what? I can't change you, nor can I change this really shitty situation that happened to me. So I just have to let go and let God and just accept that it is what it is. Right. And just as much as it is acceptance, and this is similar, but to kind of shift that perspective a little bit from acceptance to understanding, Mm. because as it applies to my situation, yes, I had to, I had to accept that this is what happened. And there are certain things I can't change about that. So I completely understand acceptance and even how it applies to you. And then for me, I had to take it a step further and I had to find a place of understanding because Mm. just accepting it Mm. wasn't enough. I really, truly had to understand that in her situation, she was 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, whatever. When I was at 25, I was responsible for a crotch goblin. My child would be so fucking traumatized. That is something that I think about often. A lot of times, and I've said this before, as the children of people who have hurt us, we don't really understand until we get to their age how difficult something like that and that level of responsibility would be. Right. So we take all of that that anger that we have towards them, we reach that age and we're like, oh. Right. right. But what yeah. you guys are talking about and is wisdom. Part of the acceptance is understanding, like you say, and the understanding comes from, I have to understand from their perspective of what was going on, not absolving them of any wrongdoing, but Absolutely. understanding at mm-hmm. that time of what is going on, why they would do these things. And when you understand from that perspective, I think that's actually where the true healing begins. So it's like a scab. When you get cut, you heal. Yeah, of course, your body's going to immediately heal. But what happens when you heal? You get Mm -hmm. a scab. It's not like it just heals on itself and you just good. It usually scabs over and the scab has to come off and then it reheals again, right? (laughs) So I think that's part of the healing process is that, we, yeah, we heal up front and and, in the surface level, we good. But all it takes is for something to bring us right back there. And we like, God damn, I thought I was over this. You know what I mean? So when do we and how do we go through the process of accepting the situation for what it was? Acceptance is difficult to do Mm. because you have to go into your thoughts and your brain and try to understand it. You have to unpack it. You have to kind of go through like this dark journey towards realizing, okay, I have to release my expectations of that person because clearly that person has disappointed me in ways that have hurt me or that have cause me pain in some way. How do I go from relinquishing expectations that I have for that person to accepting them for who they are? A person who has their own experiences with other people who have hurt them just as much as they've hurt me. And that understanding that the reason why they did it was a direct reaction to what they've been through. How do you accept that, that realization that that person is human and they have their own experience? What you think should happen needs to just, 
be erased. Don't even start from that point. You need to start from the point of where are where is their thought process beginning? What makes sense to them? And think in a selfish human being sort of way, in a narcissistic way. How does whatever benefit them? Part of that healing process is understanding that, and this is very, this is why it's so challenging. You have to, it's like an out-of-body experience. You got to take your feelings out of yourself and like put them on hold for a minute. And then you got to read this whole person and understand, yo, okay, who is this person? How did they grow up? How did they get raised? Why would they make these decisions? Okay, now that I understand their makeup, mm -hmm. like how do they go about this? My dad was one of 12 kids and he, like, there was... There was a lot going on. Let's just say that it wasn't the best environment. And mm -hmm. so there were some things that as I grew older, beyond my own feelings and things that have happened to me where I was like, that makes sense. The only problem was I was collateral damage. That's really what it is. The trauma is collateral damage. So you have to start looking at things from a separate point of view of, all right, I got to put myself on hold and how it affects me. Let me analyze what they are. Then I can understand a little bit more about why this is happening to me. Not saying or absolving them, but just really saying, yo, that's the best way to understand them because you can't understand it one to one. But Aaron, wh what's your thought process on it, man? I don't know if there's an answer as far as how do you accept it, right? I, I would say the answer to how you accept it, you yeah. accept it reluctantly. You, you, you don't mm. want to forgive them. You don't want to move on because you want to be mad at somebody. You want some get back. You want some revenge. You, know, you want to make them feel what they made you feel. Or at least you want them to acknowledge that, like, damn, I did hurt you. Like, yeah, you did, man. God damn, I, I, I messed up behind that. Or that really bothered me. Or, that really hurt me. At least I want you to acknowledge that. And sometimes you just don't get it. So there comes an epiphany. For whatever reason and when and sometime in the future, whatever, there comes an epiphany you have and you just realize, you know what, the, the serenity prayer, the power to accept the things I cannot change. Like this person is that person. And like Javon said, there are things in that person's lives that in that person's life that has made them who they are. Something has happened to them. It's like something happened to me that make me who I am. I am who I am because of my experiences and what was put into me. Something was put into them. And it takes a certain level of growth and willingness to try to be understanding. Like the, um, I think the uh, the fifth habit of highly effective people uh, by Stephen R. Covey, the book, the fifth habit of a highly effective person is to seek to understand, then be understood. So we have so in order to be effective in in life and in our walk and our journey, we have to try to understand people. And when you seek to understand someone, I think for me anyway, I'm able to see being angry and blaming them for just being a, a, a plain and general asshole or a sorry ass piece of shit or whatever I think they are for hurting me. Once I lend that understanding to them and try to dive into their past and what area of the country they were raised in or what era they were raised in, you begin to get a picture painted and, uh, and, and then you begin to see like, oh man, I understand why he said that or why she did that. And they may not even know what they were doing. Once you go past the surface, then you can be like, you know what, man? Hey, man, I don't have no beef with you, man, because you don't even know what you did at the time. It's, or you don't know why you acting the way you acted. Even though you did it on purpose, you don't know what made you because you ain't even looked into yourself. So let me ask this. Is it ever okay to seek revenge? No. <laughs> Is it ever okay? No. And then let me tell you why. Because there have been a lot of times in my life where I have 
whenever you seek revenge, all you do is you stunt your personal growth. You have to first find out why you're so fucking offended. Mm -hmm. You have to approach your situation with compassion. I know that I've made mistakes and it literally takes that love and that compassion. It literally, it takes unconditional compassion. You have to remove that burden of offense. So let me ask you this. What is that? That burden of offense? Because we take take everything personally. You know what I'm saying? So someone wronged us. We take it personally. Mm -hmm. You want to get back because you're offended in Mm -hmm. whatever way that is. You're offended. And that's a, that's, that's, like I said, it stunts your personal growth. And, and and whenever you're focusing all of your mm-hmm. energy pouring into how you're going to get someone back, all you're doing is missing your blessing when you really should just be taking steps forward in your own trajectory. Because you mm-hmm. can't no, change what they've done to you, but what you can do is you can understand it, see it from where they are, and you can let that shit go and stop letting it impede where you're going. Because that forgiveness mm-hmm. is going to be the only bridge between your hurt and your healing. Let me say something, though. Let me just be devil's advocate for one minute. That's true. Some, somebody that's listening to this episode might be like, that shit sounds all fun and good. But right now I'm dealing with a situation where I'm mad as fuck. I'm tired of getting fucked over, whether it's in a relationship yes. or what have you. And they like, right. I ain't got time for to figure out all these levels of fucking thinking and who what they grew up as or whatever. I ain't got time for that. I need something that's going to help me get through the day. Right. So I don't end up hurting this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be straight up. Like what we're saying is we're, we're at the point of being healed. But in the hurt, shit. In the hurt, right. I want to get revenge. God damn it. Yes. In the hurt, yes. I'm pissed off. I- I'm looking for ways. I got a lot of energy for that because you're right. angry. So mm-hmm. what's the quick fix? What's the quick fix to get to shift your anger in the moment of being hurt or traumatized in the moment? I'm talking about in the moment. I sit in my car. Mm. I sit in my car and I literally will sit out there for hours I'm on my phone or either I'm just sitting and reflecting on the day or reflecting on that situation or reflecting on whatever it is that, that is on my mind at that moment. Mm-hmm. Because in my car, it's it's almost like a safe haven for me. It's almost that place that I can go and I have full control of it. So I can sit there all day long with nobody disturbing me and allow myself to feel without all the everything else around. Allow myself to really dive deep and do that introspection to be like, okay, so why is it that I'm angry in this moment at this person or at this situation? Why is it that I'm sitting here seething or sitting here crying my butt off because someone has done something to me that I can't seem to let go of or forgive. Mm. And the fact that I can control the environment and it's something that I'm able to just be my full self without anyone else around, this is a place where you feel most comfortable, where you feel like you can let go and it'll just go out into the universe. You don't have to deal with it anymore. Because as soon as I open the door, Cut the car off, open the door. I feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. I feel a whole heck of a lot better. Am I fully over it sometimes? No, because I think that certain situations, you carry it. You still carry it with you sometimes. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes it hurts you that deep. Sometimes it opens that wound up that you probably thought had been closed. I feel like most people, they don't know how to cope. 
I think people expect forgiveness to be a little bit more instantaneous, but it's not. It's a process just like healing is. Um, And it's something that you have to work actively at. It is an action. Sometimes it's continuous. And much like growth, it's not linear. I believe that, yes, you will always carry, you know, some of those feelings from that hurt. But once you actually step into your fullness of healing, those things are going to bother you less and less. So, I mean, it does, it really does take some time. What I do to kind of answer that question, I get out, I go outside, I hike, I love nature, water, it grounds me, it centers me, I can get by myself, I can listen to my music, I can just get it all out, get my heart rate up. And I mean, sometimes I can get out on a trail, get by the river and I can scream, I can cry. You can look through my Instagram feed and it's like, you can always tell. Whenever I'm, the more I'm outside, the more I'm going through something, almost guaranteed, because- This bitch is always by the water. That's that's because I'm a cancer. Come on, I'm a water sign. It's where I'm grounded. Yeah, I mean, always I mean you get along. I'm a Pisces, baby. Come on, baby. Right. On hey. a trail somewhere. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. Tell us what um tell us what, what you do when you need to get centered, focused when people are doing you wrong. This may be an unhealthy trait of mine, but I but I look for the silver lining in everything, man. And and and, and that's my motto. You know what I'm saying? I look for the silver lining and I hold on to that. I did a morning motivation a few weeks ago and I talk about that. And I said, you got to find that one shining positive thing out of any situation and lock on to that and hold on to that. Because if you focus on the negative, even if the negative is 99 out of 100, you got to focus on that one silver shining positive piece and roll with that and keep it pushing, man. Because if you don't, you will slow your growth. I don't have those moments where I sit and focus and like, like Javon said, he sits in the car. Like, I don't have that. I don't do that. You know what I mean? I try to, I don't want to stop moving. I don't want to stop going. And anything other than forward progress is either no progress or reverse. You know what I mean? And I'm trying not to do that. So, and the only way I, I know to do that is to kind of analyze the situation as it happens and, and try to not make excuses for people, but try to lend an understanding ear and an understanding eye to what took place. And once I come to some piece of understanding and, and try to be like, well, you know what? The possible ability exists that they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know what they were saying. Even if they said it on purpose, they don't know themselves. They haven't tried to perform introspection on themselves. And so that one point alone, once I reach that point with someone or something that they've done, I'm gone. I'm going forward with it. You know what I mean? And on the surface, it looks like I'm nonchalant. looks like I don't care. looks like I'm not bothered by what happens. When something has bothered me, it affected me, but I'm not letting it rule me. I can't. I can't let it have a space in me. I just can't allow it to just um, take away from my joy and my happiness and, and where I am. So I find a positive in something and I keep it pushing, man. I keep it going as much as possible. And I and I try not to dwell on things. You know, I was taught not to wallow in the mud. You know what I mean? And, and I and I I take that to heart and I, and I keep and I keep rolling with the punches, you know, and that's that's where I'm at with it. This is what I love about this. See, because you talk about silver lining, Javon, you talk about decompression in the car. Auntie, you talk about hikes, being by the water. Uh, I meditate on like ocean sounds in 10 minutes, man. Close my eyes, get on the headphones, put on my eye mask, you know what I mean? Envision what I want my life to look like. In the moment of of whether it's, you know, good, bad, or ugly, whatever it is, I feel like I can control more things with my thoughts and my visions more so than almost action because the vision is what drives the action. You know what I mean? You can't create the dream in real life unless you see it in your head first, you know, and, and aside from that, I work out. 
It gets rid of a lot of stress. I got kids, so I got to work out. But there's somebody that's listening to this right now. And if you're listening, please, please give us feedback that something has helped you from this episode. So I got another question for you guys. And this is going to be something that I don't think a lot of people talk about. How do you forgive yourself for your own wrongdoings? When you have done someone wrong, or when you have done a disservice to yourself, mm. whether it be you could have spoken up about something, but you didn't. In my life, I have done a lot of things that I myself can look back on and I'm not proud of. I wanted so badly to just feel something in the moment. And I had to go back in my brain and apologize to myself, to my younger self especially, because he deserved a lot more than what I gave him. So how do you forgive yourself for doing a disservice to yourself, not giving yourself enough? I think as we get older, this is where, you know, when you're young and people are like, I ain't never going to have no regrets. Yeah, that's because you ain't old enough yet. Mm -hmm. As you get older yeah. and you start realizing the dumbass shit that you did, you like, oh, shit. And regret comes in where you like, why the fuck did I do that? But in the moment when you're doing it, even as you get older, when you're doing it, this is why I say the narcissistic thoughts, it's all about me, what I need, what I should get. That's where it starts. But for me, when I talk about forgiveness of myself, this is going to sound bad. I shouldn't say this, man. I usually forgive myself right away and say, you know what, that's, you got to let that go. There's no pause button in life. That doesn't mean I absolve myself of stupidity because there's some things I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? That shit could hurt me. That could bite me back in the ass. But if I continually dwell on me personally, if I continually dwell on my negative moments or my terrible moments in life, I will start doing more to punish myself because I will feel like I deserve this endless life sentence. You know, I'll just be sabotaging any good for myself because I would have given myself a, you know, sort of punishment for doing dumb shit. We're human. We're going to fuck up. And we have to have those moments yeah. where you're going to get embarrassed. And a lot of times our worst moments are out in public. So we hide behind a lot. And in our mind, we got a lot of skeletons in our, our closet in our mind. So you, you got to be able to say, yo, I forgive myself, but I'm going to close that motherfucking door with all them skeletons. If you don't forgive yourself, if something comes out, people are going to, they're going to rake you over the coals anyway. And you don't need to rake yourself over the coals when you know the world's going to tear you down anyway. So you got to forgive yourself and say, hey, I learned from that. I got to move on from that. Now there's some things that we continually do again and again and again. I got this pattern of doing stupid shit. Ah, okay, I need to change something. That's where the growth comes from. So a lot of times we beat ourselves up because we keep repeating the pattern, but we never stop to look at the pattern. Me personally, I just have to say, yo, Fred, you're stupid. That was a stupid mistake. Don't do that shit again. So there was a point in time when it was hard for me to parse things that I've done wrong from the things that I was gaslighted into believing that I did wrong. And it tore me down to the point of not thinking that I deserved the forgiveness that I owed myself. I knew that I was allowing certain things to happen in my life that I thought I had no control over. And it was really hard to forgive myself for not standing up and having that control over my life, if that makes sense. 
And then not thinking that I was worthy of the forgiveness for myself was just like a this compounded shell that I had to break through. So mm-hmm. for me, finding that forgiveness, first I had to find self-worth. And then in that self-worth, I was able to find forgiveness because I deserved to forgive myself for things. He preached. So <laughs> it was a lot easier for me for, for me to accept that other people were flawed and that it was human nature than it is than it was for me to accept that I was myself. Mm. And in that there was like this cyclical pattern of beating yourself up for being nothing more than a human. What's gotten me hurt is that I'm more willing to forgive people than I was myself. And I think this kind of ties into what we have coming up without doing so. You don't allow yourself to live in your authentic self because when you're not forgiving yourself, you're living behind a masquerade because you're not actually living in your truth because there's been no healing because you haven't forgiven yourself. Boy, you better stop, boy. Mm-hmm. Let's pass the collection plate. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Say amen. <laughs> amen. Come on, amen. pass it around. Let's pass it, please. I think it is really crucial to find your space to mm-hmm. dig into who you are, to find that forgiveness in yourself. Because I think that there are a lot of people who are in the process of forgiving others and they're still wondering why they're stuck in their healing and they haven't quite bridged that gap yet. So you really have to embrace forgiveness as being something that you deserve from yourself. There was something interesting that you said. You you said that accepting flaws in other people, it was an easier experience, right? It was it was easier to accept that other people were wrong or right. that they had something wrong with them, but it was not easy to accept that you were a flawed individual as well. I, I want to talk about that because that is that is actually my exact experience. I think a lot of times I myself had difficulty really understanding that I might that I was not perfect and that it was okay to not be perfect. It was okay to not be perfect, to not, you know, have this perfect image or to not have it all together. Was that a standard that was applied from outside of yourself or was that a standard to be perfect that you applied within? I think it was within. And I think that as I grew up into like my adulthood, into my manhood, I wanted to be perfect. And when it didn't happen that way, I kind of got to a point where it was like, oh shit. But I have to kind of accept that I'm not a perfect being, that I'm not able to do it all and to do it perfectly, that I'm going to make mistakes, that mistakes are needed to learn, but also that those mistakes that I make, I have to forgive myself for it. The toughest part of that is the forgiveness of myself because I'm my own worst critic. But I choose to and have chosen to get to a point where I don't allow, as RuPaul says, the inner saboteur to get to me as much as it used to. Mm -hmm. Because beating myself down and not allowing myself to grow was the reason I'm in the place that I'm in now. Because I was too afraid to let go of the kind of expectations that I set for myself that being perfect was not not what everybody wanted from me. They just wanted me. To be you. That's it. And I should have wanted myself. Yeah, like to be myself fully. I have to accept that I'm human, accept that I'm a human fucking being and accept that everybody else is human as well. When we were getting ready for this episode, I was writing some things down, just kind of getting my thoughts out. And since we're talking about you know, accepting like that we're flawed too and kind of like that shared 
imperfection. This is something that I wrote. I said, the art of letting go is embracing the beauty of our shared imperfections. And it's in that vulnerability that we discover the freedom to rewrite our stories. So once you realize that we're all in like the same field here, we're all like even, we're all flawed, we we are all going to fuck up. It kind of makes this whole forgiveness thing a little bit better. It's not justifying what I've done that was wrong. It's not justifying what someone else has done wrong to me, but it's kind of evening the playing field and saying, you know what? We fuck up. We're human. Now, I'm not saying don't have boundaries. And when people cross, that's a different conversation. But the basis of forgiveness, just understanding that we are all flawed creatures. And then from there, develop that understanding, however it fits your situation. But start it from a platform, a foundation of that understanding that we share imperfection. And can we also talk about the fact that forgiving people isn't a sign of weakness? Mm. Because I think that there are people out there that believe it's a sign of weakness, but it is truly a testament to your strength, truly Mm -hmm. to the strength of your, your soul, who you are if you are able to forgive someone can really mend that brokenness so no it's not weak and i think that there's a whole conversation to be had on that Mm -hmm. you get to a point in life where and we we must understand this about humans when we're talking about humans we're all flawed we're all narcissistic in some way shape or form as you get older you you start to realize that most people they ain't thinking about you like you thinking think they thinking about you. They're not. The only expectation you should have is of yourself. People are always going to have something to say about what you got going on. And when you got it going on, they're going to try to devalue it because they're jealous. Right. So you get to a point in life where you just don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck anymore. You're not going to give that any energy because unless it serves you, you ain't going to give that any energy. You're not going to get too high. You're not going to get too low. Because as time goes on, you start realizing most humans have the same thing in common. We all think the same. We all think when we fuck up, the whole world is looking at us. We all, when we have that pressure, we all kind of cave in and start beating ourselves up a little bit too much. So that means all humans are the same. Nobody Now, social media has exasperated a lot of this shit, make people look like they're all-stars when they're not. Now, that's the reason why I talk about being authentic, right? Which we'll get into the next episode. Is because a lot of people put on a fake life, like you talked about, auntie, putting on a mask. That's really the mask. That's the ultimate mask. I'm old enough to remember life before social media. You could put on a mask back in the day, but but you there was only so much faking. People in this era with the social media, they begin to think other people are always happy or always got it together or can do it all. They ain't got no problems. And so you got to step back and say, you know what? Fuck everybody. Fuck the world. I'm human. I deserve to make a mistake. I deserve to fuck up. I deserve to be pissed off. I deserve to be happy. I deserve all the shit that I get and I deserve all the shit that I give and they come back to me because you're human. And I think in the noise of the internet, the Google, YouTube, and all the shit that surround us, it can be very hard to keep your head. Really, it's about finding what can bring joy closer to yourself, what brings you centered, what <laughs> brings you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is that grounds you. For for Javon, it's, you know, I'm going to go sit in my car. For me, I'm going to go get out by the river. You know, whatever it is that gets you alone and in your head and in a rational mindset and truly able to think through things and understand that's what you need to do. But really quick, really quick, 
Do not get in your head and replay the scenario or scenarios or the thing that was done or said said a million times. Don't do that. That's destructive. You will never forgive yourself. You you will most likely embellish on details that really were trivial and you're not going to help yourself because you can't rewind life. Right. Right. So. Right. It's important that we do that. It's important that we um, acknowledge our hurt and acknowledge our pain and trauma and and understand that it happened. But to dwell on it is dangerous for us. And it's hard to hold on to that, man. It's hard to carry that weight around. And me personally, I got to relinquish that. I can't drag that around. I can't forget what someone has done. But I can acknowledge that they did it, try to lend some understanding to the root behind it, whether I'm right or wrong about it. But I've made an attempt to try to understand them I'm an ambitious and I'm a driven guy. I try to, I'm trying to accomplish some things and I want to help people. I want to help myself. And I can't do that still holding on to anger and frustrations and, and, and things about what someone has, has done to me or slighted me. You know, to everyone that's listening, believe me, like I said earlier, I've been told that I'm uncaring, that I'm cold, that I'm nonchalant, that I just don't give a fuck about things and I act like things didn't happen. But that's not the case. Everyone has a way of healing. Everyone has a way of forgiving. I've got to find a way to accept the things that you cannot change and keep it fucking pushing. So anybody that's listening, attempt to understand the person who has wronged you. I believe, for me, for me anyway, and I believe for other people, if they do that, honestly, they'll be less angry at who wronged them. They'll, They'll be able to be less angry and less frustrated and be like, you know what, man? You just human. You express that ignorantly because you didn't know what you were saying. You didn't know what you were doing. You didn't know how much harm it would cause me. You know what I mean? And then even if you did it on purpose, it's really because you just you're really just an ignorant person. There comes a time where someone just doesn't give a fuck if they hurt you and they know that what they're doing can hurt you. That could provoke um, a desire for revenge. You know what I mean? Like, motherfucker, I've let you know before that this hurts me and you did it again. Now I want to hurt you. You know what I mean? I want to inflict some pain on somebody and let them know, hey, motherfucker, you hurt me, man. And I'm going to say something to cut you. You know what I mean? I'm going to say something to bring a wound to you, you know, because I'm human too, because I'm lashing out. Am I wrong? A hundred thousand percent wrong for doing that. But am I human for having those feelings and those emotions? Absolutely. I'm I'm human for that. And that's why we have these discussions, right? Because we got to get real. Like, let's get real. You're not saying literally, hey, yo, seek vigilante justice. Right. Like like shit. It's okay to feel like that. You got to be careful if you go back for that vigilante justice. That shit will come back to you. Just to kind of tie all of this together. This is the end cap to this series. So we've gone through, we've addressed our trauma, childhood, adolescence, and love. Wrapping all of this up with forgiveness. It's a process. Forgive yourself. <laughs> For not forgiving yourself sooner. Allow yourself to be vulnerable and being imperfect. But at the same time, understand that everyone else is just as imperfect as you are. Remove the offense from your heart. Don't allow the weight of resentment to keep you from stepping into the fullness of the healing that is in front of you through all of it. But I will say this, and just just being vulnerable, there's still some areas in my life I haven't fully found that forgiveness for those people. And that's okay. 
don't beat yourself up because you still hold on to something because that is okay too. But you have to avoid being complacent in, 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 in your hurt. Because the longer that you sit and be complacent in your hurt without forgiveness, the longer and longer it's going to take you to heal on the other side. And the longer it's going to be before you experience joy again, you can try to force it. You can try to force joy, but it's not going to happen until you do it. Yeah, man. I want to say to all our safe spaces and faces, family, man, don't get caught up in evaluating your method of forgiveness. Mm. Mm. Your approach to your to forgiving somebody or trying to seek out your way of healing, it's okay. It's your approach. It's okay. Like Fred said, it's okay. Your way is your way because you are uniquely made. You are a perfectly made individual and created in your own way, in your own light. And your path to forgiveness is the path for you. I, mean, I definitely am so glad that we've been able to connect with you all and engage in these conversations where I'm looking at three three great guys, but I know that there's thousands of people out there under the sounds of our voices. And, and that's what we're here for, to have a safe space and to be a safe face and be able to just, you know, engage us or have a conversation about what we're talking about, whether I see you, whether I know you, whether you follow me, whether you don't follow me. I'm glad that you're here and glad that you're listening and tuning in and engaging in these conversations with us and lending us your time. I'm grateful to have been able to be a part of this with you all and this journey, and we'll continue to travel through this thing called life together. So I want to end this tonight, and I just want to drive this home. Don't stunt your personal growth by being stuck in your resentment. Allow yourself to heal through forgiveness and allow yourself to forgive yourself. Go easy on yourself. Go easy on others. We're all human. We're all going to be human. We're all going to make mistakes. Thank you for opening your space to safe spaces and faces. We hope that you too get involved in the conversation. Remember to like, follow, and share our social media. Tell us your story, share your experience, and together we can make a difference. Until next time, be the change you want to see.